How's it going? Welcome back to another episode of the Stoner Thoughts Podcast coming at you guys today. Guess who's back in the closet studio? Hello. It's Bianca. My girlfriend. Anyways, so we pulled up this article from mystify.com. That's M-I-S-T-I-F-I. And it's called Ideas: 20 Deep Questions to Ask Your Friends While You're High. So first, we gotta smoke. And then, well, we're gonna have some conversations. Damn, I forget how hard this fucking bong hits. It hits so much harder than my other one. I don't know, what do you call that on a bong? Is it like with a gun? Do you call it action? It's got like a smooth action. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds like, like you're like talking about like a gun. Like, yeah, check out the action on this boy here. But like, anyways guys, while we're taking a couple of hits right now, how's your guys' day going? I hope everybody feels fine. Everybody feels amazing. You feel fantastic. I hope everybody is having a great fucking what day is it monday i hope you guys are having a great monday happy valentine's day i brought my girl a big bouquet of flowers last night and she was surprised and i was happy i was happy too were you surprised yeah i was surprised. <laughs> you were surprised to get flowers for valentine's day yeah i was cleaning the fridge and i just looked over flowers One more hit, and then we'll get into the questions. Fading the music. All right, so. (laughs) We already did a couple free episodes this week, so it's you guys that are hearing this. Thank you for being subscribers. Welcome to the podcast. 99 cents a month. I know. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. So this is going to be one of those more like just chill smoke session type episodes, I guess. I don't really want to be serious today. I'm too like, I'm too tired to be serious. So thank you, mystify.com for publishing this article. The first question is going to be, what is your very first memory my first memory was me running away from a Minnie Mouse piñata because it terrified me. You were scared of a Minnie Mouse piñata? That's your first memory, like, in this that's, world? That's my first memory. Oh, I gotta move this mic real quick. It was my birthday, and they brought me out. Oh, shit. And there we go. I learned how to walk that day because I ran off terrified of the Minnie Mouse piñata. You know what's funny? One of my first memories, too, is a birthday. I can't remember if it was my third or my fourth birthday. But I remember unboxing what... They, they looked kind of like 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 Bionicles. But they weren't Bionicles because this was pre-Bionicle. This isn't like 1990... Oh, God. Uh, 1998, 1999. Mm-hmm. And, like... I sat there and I was just looking at these toys and it was a good memory. It was a happy memory. Immediately followed by, like, my brother running up and taking my toy. Like, once I put it together, the little figure, like, he kind of took it and just ran away with it. And I was like, hey, hey. And then he just sat there. I didn't, I didn't, it was like my brain was, like, installing all these programs. And, like, mom.exe opened up. Yeah. And I just yell. I'm like, mommy. And she comes, gets my toy bag. She's like, here you go, baby. And I'm just like. It's weird because I can, another weird thing to mention about that actually is like, I don't know if you get, I don't know if you can remember this, but can you remember like the five seconds of absolute nothingness before like suddenly just like shifting into motion and like doing stuff? Because for some reason in my brain, and I don't know how I've never forgotten this, there's like this little blank spot that the only way I can think of to describe it is like a loading screen. And then all of a sudden, I'm awake, I'm playing with toys, I knew what Cake was, I knew who Mom was, I looked around me, I'm like, that's my brother, that's my grandma, that's my grandpa, like... That's your... You became cognitive at that moment. Yeah, but I mean, what was there before that? Like, was there no cognitive activity? No, there was obviously cognitive activity, but I think your brain shifts in, it's like when you're most, like, well-suited to begin taking conscious control. Because uh-huh. there's a lot of things about your body that's weird to think about that we don't control. Yeah. Like your heart, breathing, 
Like, you can stop yourself breathing, but naturally, if you don't do anything about it, you just kind of breathe. Yeah. Like, you don't just sit there and think, every single time you breathe, you don't have to go, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. Your body's just like, we need oxygen, you have to breathe. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a whole lot of things that you don't control. Mm-hmm. Like digestion. You don't have to sit there and think about the food going through your system. And I would hate to think that at some point in evolution, that was a thing that we had to consciously, like... Imagine having to consciously, like, check and see if you have to go to the bathroom every time you have to go to the bathroom. Instead of just getting an instant sensory reaction. We had tails back then. Yeah, but do you think... No, they didn't think about it. They just... There was poop. They just pooped. Yeah. Like, it's just an instantaneous reaction, I guess. I'm overthinking it. (laughs) I'm, I'm overthinking this question way too much. All right. Next one up. Is there time or just movement? Theoretical physicist Carlo Rovelli said, There is no such thing as past or future. That our concept of time is a thing that exists, flows, is only a chemical thing that is changing things in your brain. Is he right? Is time quantifiable or is there only movement from one state of being to the next? I believe that there, that time is something that we made up, but I have no idea about the second part. I need another hit for this one. That should be deep. <laughs> French inhale. It's hard to French inhale a long hit. Anyways, so. I think that... I think that time is... Time, for one, is relative. Like, it passes in association with what you're doing during the time. Like, when you're out and you're having fun and you're going on adventures and you're doing dumb shit like me and my friends did in high school, time that time felt like it went by so slow back then, though. Yeah. And now, because, like, we're sitting still, we're just kind of going through the same motions every single day. Like, you go to you wake up, go to work, take care of kids, get up, wake up, take care of kids, go home, smoke, sleep, get up, wake up, take care of kids, go to work, go, you know... Oh, that's a street sweeper outside. I can hear that through the mic inside the house. Goddamn. That sounds terrifying. It sounds like, like... It sounds like, like, like a ghost haunted house noise. You guys on the podcast will hear it. It's kind of weird. Through the mic, it sounds, like, distorted a little bit. It's weird. I might try to fix that in post. But anyways. I think... Part of what he says is true, that, like, time doesn't actually exist. And time being relevant to, like, your state of existence at a given moment. Where it says that there's no past or future, how is there no past? There's no past or future. Time isn't linear. It's cyclical and constantly flowing and changing. So when you sit there and you think about time... Time exists, but does time exist to the person that doesn't know what time is? Nope. Time does not exist. Like, if you weren't, if you weren't, hear me out, I need some fucking water, this cotton mouse a bitch. If you were never told what time is, and you had no comprehension, no way to understand what time is, how do you know what time is? You wouldn't. You would just think, oh, the sun's up again. Oh, there's the moon. We should really give that a name, and then you create time. Because you, time is just a way to measure the changing of things. It's like when people, like Dark Ages shit, you, I know everybody's read it in a book or heard it on like a TV show from like the medieval age. People wouldn't say, I'm 20 years old. You'd say, I'm so many seasons old. Yeah. Like, I'm 20 winters. I've been through 20 winters and I'm ready for one more. <laughs> but like, part of my voice acting. It's another career I'd love to get into, by the way. I highly believe you can do it. <laughs> no, we're not going to start speaking Japanese on the podcast. For those of you guys that get it, yes, that is a JoJo reference. Fuck off. But yeah, no, time time exists because we give it meaning and we make it exist. Whether you live 100 seasons or like 20 years or 50 years or 60 years or how many... However many years you may live as a conscious being on this planet like you're gonna measure it somehow I feel Mm -hmm. 
I feel like the only things that don't care about time is animals because to them it's just they start to get old and they start dying and you know like dogs will go their own way and kind of try to avoid the family and stuff because they know they're dying and they don't want to make you sad children are unaware of time too and they don't really feel the need to focus on time yeah so I feel like when you're a kid time either passes by really fast or really slow because if you're excited and you're having fun it's gonna pass by fast mm -hmm. if you're bored as fuck and you're just sitting there it's gonna pass by slow yeah like, it's the same thing with work. If my, if my work is dead at night, I'm fucking bored. That shit gets slow as fuck. And then I just get tired and I don't want to be there. And I tell you every night when I call you that I'm like, I don't want to fucking be here, man. <laughs> it's boring. We had a beer run last night. Did I tell you? You did not. Two kids went in. Oh, my gosh. Two kids went in and out when I was talking to one of my buddies. He's a regular customer and he always comes in, buys, like, a thing of clear eyes, like a lighter a pack of Marlboro Lights, and some snacks, right? And, like, my next buddy comes in, who's, at this point, high as... F I don't know if he was high as fuck, but we were talking, and he sounded high. So we're talking, we're bullshitting for a minute, because, you know, he smokes and he comes in all the time. And, um... What happened was... We were talking, and he was at the snack aisle. He literally was asking me, he's like, what snack do I get, man? He goes, I got Twix, and I got M&M's, but, man, I don't know what the fuck else to get. I was like, dude, get some Reese's. Peanut butter is awesome. And he was like, yo, yo, that's a good fucking call, man. I was like, yeah, dude. And he's two teenagers, obvious teenagers. I heard them kind of, like, I saw them kind of, like, drive through the parking lot slow and, like, park next to the dumpster. Which was red flag number one. Which actually, okay, they played it off pretty well. Because it wasn't really a red flag because if you're going to steal shit at night, most people just park right outside the front door. And there's nothing you can do. So these two, they walked over the beer. They saw me kind of look around at him because it was already past two. And they were, like I said, obviously, obviously fucking teenagers. And I could smell the weed on them from a mile away. So they probably went somewhere, smoked, and were like, uh, hey, you know what would be fun? Let's go pull a beer run. So they grabbed two cases of beer, book it outside, and just to fuck with them, I did that little, like, half run that I do. Where I'm just like, oh, no, come back here. Like, I started just kind of chasing them a little bit. I took, like, only maybe three steps and almost caught up with them. I could have caught them, but we're not allowed to touch them. Not allowed to do shit. If someone comes into my gas station and tries to steal shit or rob the place... Whether I see a weapon or, like, anything or not, we have to comply. Like, someone could literally just walk in, hold out a bag, like, all the money in your register in the, in the bag now. And they do it just like that. I will fucking give you whatever the fuck you want. I, I don't know if you got a gun. I don't know if they got a gun in their pocket or in their waistband or in their jacket. Like, I don't know if they got, like, a buddy outside who's going to come in here and fuck me up if I don't do what he says. Like, no. Fuck that. Take the shit. We have insurance. Fuck you for doing it, but like, you know, they came in professional. 15 seconds, they were in and out. They came in, walked right next to me, and I was like, oh, you guys look kind of... I was like, hey, it's past two, we can't sell beer, plus you two are too young. And the two guys kind of looked at me, looked away, like, oh, we're just looking at snacks, dude. We, don't, we didn't come here for beer. And I was like, all right, they smell like weed, so they're probably stoners. It's 2 a.m., 2.30 a.m., and they're looking at snacks. Uh, nothing I would be suspicious of. It's kind of the norm at the gas station at night. But as they're walking back forward, each one smooth as hell grabs a 12-pack of Modelo and dips out the door. And they had a driver still in the car waiting. And as soon as they dipped out the door, they yelled, Start the car! And you, start, you hear it start up, and they peeled out. It was like a little 2003 Honda Civic. They were just some kids being fucking stupid. By the way, guys, I don't encourage shoplifting or stealing anything, especially substances like that, that if you get caught with, you can get in a lot of trouble for. I don't encourage it. My stories are to entertain. Did I think it was funny? Yeah. Did it kind of piss me off that they stole shit from the store? Yeah. Was I going to fucking sit there and write a police report about two kids stealing beer? No. It happens at least like once a week. Like... Come on. It's happened in broad daylight at the store before. Because you can't do anything. What are you going to do? Chase them out in the parking lot with a store full of people? No. You're just going to stand there and be like, hey, you need to pay for that. And then they're going to leave anyway because fuck you. 
down. I went off on a, on a rant there for a minute. <laughs> I, I forgot I told. I forgot I didn't tell you about that. I don't remember how that relates to time, but fuck those kids. By the way, <laughs> time was probably going by very, very slow for them while they were walking down that chip aisle. Speaking of, it probably felt like an eternity to them because they were both like, "Oh shit, are we gonna get caught?" So to me, what was like 15 seconds was probably like 10 minutes for them. Funny shit. Who gets the middle armrest? Movie theater. Air, airplanes. Two people, two chairs, four arms, three armrests. What are the rules? Who gets the armrest? I think it's like half and half. Share it. Okay, but what if it's like a complete stranger? Why would you? I don't know. I still maintain that it should be like half and half. I think if it's between two, 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 two people that don't know each other, I think the rule should always be whoever, if it's an airplane, whoever has the window seat already has the window and an armrest. They can just put one arm on their on their lap, or like pop out the tray and like rest their like arm on it. Yeah. Or if the other person's not using the armrest, maybe use it from time to time. But if you already got the window seat on the airplane, you're good, dude. You can see all the cool shit, take photos. Like, you're fucking having the time of your life. But, like, yeah. Yeah. I think I think, I think think the, the aisle person should have to get both armrests because... You deserve it. You're in the aisle. You get to hear a whole bunch of bullshit, listen to a whole bunch of bullshit. You can't really, like, lean over against the cabin wall like you can sitting in a window the seat. Person? They don't have an armrest. Well, if you're in the middle, okay, like I said, if you're in the window seat, yeah. the armrest to your right should go to the person in the middle. If you're on the aisle seat, you should get both those armrests. Yeah. Yeah, so they would have to share the one on his right with the guys on the ends left. But if you're in the aisle seat, this is the shittiest ride on the plane. You should get both armrests. Although you always do get first dibs on snacks. It also depends on like the person physically. Like if you're skinny, I could see sharing the armrest. But if you're like sitting next to like a really heavy like bulky guy who's like take like had to buy two seat tickets to get on the fucking plane, those kind of guys, I feel like if you just if they're next to you on a plane, just give them the armrest. Is that that's still a thing? Paying for two seats if you're over a specific weight. <sighs> yep, because an airplane can only carry so many passengers, so many pounds per seating arrangement, or something like that. Basically, okay, you have to balance out the fucking plane, all right? If you got a whole bunch of people that weigh like 150, 200 pounds <laughs> sitting on one half of the plane, the other half of the plane is like fucking a bunch of people who are like, you know, five, six, four, three hundred and fifty 350 plus pounds. It's like a scale, all right? The plane's going to tilt left. Sure, you could compensate by tilting your, like, I'm sure they can figure out a way to like compensate with the lift and the drag, but... Even weight distribution is always better in that regard. In my opinion, if I was on a plane and I saw one side of the plane tilting a little bit, I'd be pretty fucking concerned. Not that I, I do not have anything against people of a higher weight. Alright? I do not. I'm 5'6 and weigh 186 pounds. I shouldn't be talking shit. <laughs> I'm heavy for my height. Doctors tried to tell me I was overweight. I just looked at myself and I went, where? Mm -hmm. But, yeah, just a disclaimer. I have nothing against more heavy set people. You guys are awesome. How do you know your memories are real? Because they coincide most of the time with other people's experiences. So that's how people tend to know a memory is real because multiple people remember the same situation or similar. Shit. I think memories are real because I feel like memories shape you as a person and even if you can't perfectly remember something, 
I feel like you should still count it as being real because it is what it is. It becomes experience. a it becomes your experience that shapes you as a human being. Yeah, but how do you know the real? Because it impacted you. Whether you consciously remember it being real or having different details or not, you still are impacted by it because it's... But nightmares impact you for that moment. Well, yeah, but a nightmare can fade. Uh Uh-huh. And you'll forget about it entirely. A memory that's important, that's a real good memory... It's something that shapes you as a human being forever. Even if you forget it, it's still a part of your personality. A part of you. Whether you consciously remember it or not, that memory shaped who you are. And therefore, is real whether you remember it or not because it is you. Yeah. So there we go. There's my thoughts on that one. Who from history is an actual wizard? What real person could justify to be called a, wi- a wizard? Rasputin, Houdini, or Jesus? Or does it count if you just get to everyone to call you one? Like Mr. Wizard or Wes Unseld of the Washington Wizards? Oh, okay. Um. Well, Houdini wasn't a wizard. He was a, he was a magician. Yeah. And a lot of his tricks... Are well known. Ra- Rasputin was just trying to fucking seduce women, basically. Uh-huh. And, like, faking magic. Chris Angel. <laughs> I would say Jesus is the closest thing to a wizard because he's the only one that did anything that I would consider magic. Like. Yeah. Like turning water into wine and. Yeah, walking on water. Like, actual, like. Magic. Like. Things that I couldn't see anybody else doing. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite age? Do we have to be specific? Specific or is it like like childhood? I think it's like childhood. What was your favorite age? I would say teenage years. Oh man, I gotta say. 2000 and God, 2013 was like my fucking year, dude. 2013 was awesome. 2013, like the year before I graduated high school, like it was just, it was, it was that whole summer was epic. Like me and my friends were going out. And at this point, we were smoking literally every fucking day. Like, we tell our mom, we tell our mom that we were gonna go run to Circle K, right? And we'd run through the neighborhood, cut to our friend's house that was in that neighborhood, sit there for like an hour, and just immediately smoke weed, smoke cigarettes, like sit there for an hour. By the way, guys, don't smoke cigarettes. It's a terrible habit. You waste a lot, of, a lot of money. It's bad for you. It really is. What a shame. It's okay, I didn't need those years anyway. But, um... <laughs> I should have made that joke. That's dark. But, like, we would go to this friend's house that was on the way to Circle K, and we would smoke, and, like... He was known for being the friend that always had the snacks. The bitch was... His house, his apartment, had, like, a tree that, like, kind of shaded over, like, the back of the apartment. Because like, behind it was a, bu- a business complex. They had these big-ass trees, all these shade trees all the way around the parking lot. So his backyard always had this big tree branch hanging down across it. Because the city fucking let it grow there. And, like, his parents were just like, all right, well, that's cool. And the apartment manager was like, I'm not paying to fix it. So they just left it there. So his dad would trim the inside of it. So it was like a canopy of leaves above it. It was fucking amazing. And we sit underneath that and just fucking, like... Yeah, I'll do what we're doing right now. If I can just... <sighs> we just sit over there and smoke for fucking hours. That whole summer, I can honestly say I do not remember most of it. But I remember, like... I remember us walking outside at my buddy's... I can't say his actual name, but so we'll just call him Jay for the podcast. At my buddy Jay's house, we walked outside and he had like this yard, like this this brick wall that runs along, you've been down Portola, right? Mm-hmm. You know the brick wall that runs like to the corner of Fred Waring? Yeah. From like 
the neighborhood down. Well, my friend's house was literally one of the houses that you jump the wall and you're in the backyard. So we used to go to my mom's house to get food and shit, right? Because my mom always made, like, the best food. Or she would be like, boys, I'm getting McDonald's. Come over if you guys want dinner. Like, we'd go back home and grab, like, a few McDonald's burgers and, like, shove a couple extra ones in our fucking backpacks for later. Because, I mean, having so many siblings growing up, my mom would literally just buy a shitload of McDonald's burgers and fries and shit. We'd call that dinner, and it was great. And then when they came out with the family meal deals later, (sighs) McDonald's smacks. So anyways, we go over there, we get the burgers, we go back to our buddy's house, and we're in the backyard, and we walk over the wall, and we climb up on the wall, it's like sunset, summer sunset, back when summer actually felt like summer, like, not like now. Like now, I don't know, the seasons out here, we were just talking about this the other day when we were walking back from Goodies. By the way guys, gotta try Goodies Cafe, that shit's fall. Remember we were talking about this the other day when we were walking back? Yeah. Like, winter, it doesn't feel like it gets as cold here as it did, like, no. 10, 12 years ago. I remember even uh, in the summer, it, early mornings between, like, 5 and 6 a.m., there was ice on the ground because there was this uh, dip that was the field. Mm-hmm. It would get so cold that every morning, the well, Yeah, because weather, I remember, I remember because all the cold, all the cold air would sink down into yeah. the dip in the ground. Yeah. And it would get like freezing down there, even in like summertime. They always had the cold ass water going on it. Now that doesn't happen. Now, it, even if it's, it, I don't remember how cold it would get before, but I remember there would be ice, and you would see your breath clear as day every morning. Whereas now. Yeah, it gets, like, chilly, but I wouldn't say it gets cold. Like before. Yeah. It's it's pretty rough to think about. Like, the fact that it doesn't even feel, like, the same place as it used to. And there's so many more crackheads out here now, and, like, the homeless numbers just keep going up. Like, all these stories that I tell you guys about me and my friends running around and skateboarding and doing dumb shit at night. Yeah, you'd go to fucking jail as a neglectful parent for that shit now. Yeah. Like, you didn't know your boys were out skateboarding to 7-Eleven at 2 a.m. But back then it was like, hey, we're gonna go get pizza. Alright, boys, stick together. Be right back. Later. And then we'd fucking pull out the joint and fucking walk down the street like, oh man, we're gonna get so hot. We'd smoke and we'd go to 7-Eleven and get 7-Eleven pizza. And then we would fucking just... We'd go sit, like, in a parking lot somewhere and, like, eat pizza and chill and skateboard and... You know, cops would see us and they'd just be like, Oh, hey, boys! You know, they just keep driving, like... Home Desert Cops didn't give a fuck. But... Like... As long as you weren't hurting anybody, you could pretty much get away with anything back then. I mean, like, riding our bikes around was, like, the most efficient way to get around. Even though we used to longboard a lot. But I don't know. Yeah, you can. You, you wouldn't be able to do half the shit that we did before now. No. Like, now you'd go out to go, like, to 7-Eleven at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning and somebody would just shoot you for walking down the wrong side of the street, like... Or if you look like someone. Yeah, oh, sorry, man, you look like this guy that owed me money. So you shot me three times in the chest? Like... (laughs) Yeah. Like, how do you even... How do you even do these things that people do? Like, my bad, man. Oh, wait, uh, do you got any crack on you? No, I don't have any crack on me. Oh, well, I can't help you then. I, I, like, I remember when I was driving, I went to pump gas, and this guy just comes up, Hey, do you know where you can get some meth? And I'm like, no. What the fuck? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> sure, buddy, I got some in the trunk. <laughs> Jump on in. And he's like, you don't do meth? I'm like, well, fuck, no. <laughs> You've captured a wild crackhead. 
Yeah, no, seriously. Like, back, if, back when we were kids, it would have just been, like, the crackheads were, would just kind of, like... They were there, but they never really, like, fucked with us. Yeah. Yeah, it was... It's a lot different now. They don't like, care who you are. They'll walk up to you. Back then, there was... Oh, one of the cops came into my store the other night and told me that they had an issue with a, a homeless lady trying to take a little girl and pick her up from the school over here. Are you serious? Yeah, they wouldn't let her leave because the little girl was like, not my mommy. That's not my mommy. That's not my mommy. She was like, come on, sweetie, let's go. And like yanked the kid and the security guard like pinned her down and called the cops. And like, he told me, he's like, yeah, though she tried to fucking fight us saying that it was her kid and shit. But he's like, no. There's no fucking way. And I was like, well, damn, like, they, they'd be out here trying to abduct children, man. Like, how cracked out do you have to be to look at someone else's kid and be like, you're coming with me? Where are you going to take them, home? <laughs> oh, wait. And come back with me to my tent. What the fuck? Like, come on now. Yeah. You're going to be a crackhead. Be a real one. Like, fuck. These people are scary. Oh, here's a good one. What does color taste like? I like color tastes like, for me, like metal. Metal? Yeah, like metal. Like the, the penny taste. Oh, you need to stop drinking that lead-based paint. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. No, because like, like you know the food coloring? Uh-huh. I feel like when you put it in water and you drink it, it gives it more of a mineral taste. Because you're literally drinking pigments, which are minerals. <laughs> well, that's what, to me, that's what color tastes like. Oh, man, how do we make it yellow? You put the shit that's yellow in it. There you go. <laughs> like, no, nah, I think color, I associate color with flavors. Like, like, okay, this might sound weird. Blue, no matter what shade of blue to me, Actually, it does matter. Lighter shades of blue, I picture, like, blue raspberry. Oh, yeah. But, like, darker shades of blue is, like, winterfresh mint. Because you remember the gum that everybody oh, used to yeah, get? The yeah. dark blue packs of gum? Yeah. Yeah. Like, the fresh mint gum, like, the really dark blue pack that you would, like, drink that and, like, take a sip of water. Yeah. And it would make your mouth feel like the fucking Arctic. Yeah, because if you or, see red, you're going to think cherries. Well, yeah, red is either cherries or, like, orange and, like, shades of orange and red. Mm-hmm. Spicy. You, you think the color orange tastes spicy? Well, no, but it's, like, because most hot sauce bottles yeah. are either red, orange, or reddish orange. Because hot sauce itself is... Huh. Like, red or, like, varying shades of red. I've seen one hot sauce that was fucking terrifying. That shit was almost black. Really? It was so spicy. You guys on the podcast that have heard this already, skip ahead, like, two minutes. Me and my buddy Chris went to this place called Genki Ninja Tacos. Where they had certified California's spiciest tacos. Yeah. And spiciest ramen. And spiciest... This. And I got... The regular fucking... I got a burrito and, like, two tacos, man. I was chilling at, like, the, the the mild spicy, which still fucking kicked. Like, I was, like, sitting there... My buddy Chris decides to fucking take the ultimate challenge. Oh, no. And eat three death tacos. My homie had to sit there and sign a warrant... And they handed an EpiPen to me on the other side of the table. And he said, if he starts having, like, a seizure, I'm like, uh-huh. They, like, stab him in the leg with it. And I was like, gotcha. They go, you know how to use one, right? I'm like, yeah. Pop thingy, stab. Like, you'll be good. And he goes, all right, cool, man, cool. And they set down literally, like, a fucking beer mug full of milk. Just, like, this giant glass of beer. But it was not beer, but a big jug full of milk. Yeah. And they were like, if you start freaking out, man, they go, just pound this. Drink as much as you can. My homie, who I've seen put fucking Carolina Reaper sauce on shit before and just go, ho, 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 it's hot, it's hot. But not like tears and like dying. He was just like, like a little bit of like red and a little bit of sweaty. 
But this dude used to, like, Tapatio was, like, putting salt on something for him. Like, he would just be like, oh, this is fucking great. Pat the bottle. Like, no. He takes a small bite at first. Because they told him that the first bite, don't try to shove half the taco in your mouth and cheap on the challenge. They're like, you want to take this one slow and just ride it out till the end. And he was sitting there terrified after signing a warrant. He goes, okay. Waiver. Waiver, not warrant. My bad. Fucking wrong word. Jesus. I'm high. I'm sorry. They both started with W at least this time. But, um, so he, the guy takes the waiver, brings out the three death tacos. And I, t- I shit you not, my eyes started burning the second I laid eyes on them. Like, the second they were that close to... I had to literally scoot back a little bit from the table and, like, pull my food with me. Mm-hmm. That shit was fucking bad. And it was so dark, and you could see, like, the seeds in it and all that shit. And I was like, can I get a list of ingredients that are in that? And the guy goes, uh, it's a secret recipe. Uh, can't tell you what's in it. But I can tell you it's got, like, eight different kinds of peppers, including Carolina Reapers. And I can't remember what the other one he said. Ghost Peppers. Carolina Reapers, ghost peppers, and, like, three other fucking hot as fuck peppers. And, like, my buddy is sitting there just... And he smells it. I think the smell, like, smelling it, I think is what got him. Because... Until he smelled it, he was chilling. And then he took the first bite and immediately, like, like that, he goes, oh, that's not bad. And the guy behind the counter goes, don't breathe too much. And I'm like, don't breathe too much. What the fuck are you eating, dude? And he goes, it's really spicy. He's like (laughs) choking already. And the guy behind the counter goes, you can't touch the milk. Don't touch the fucking milk. I'm sitting there. I go get a refill of my Dr. Pepper. My buddy's looking at me like. And the guy behind the counter goes, you don't want to drink that soda. Don't do it. The acid in the soda, it'll fucking kill your throat. And, like, I'm sitting there watching my best friend literally eat, like, the rest of this first taco and start trying to take small bites at the second taco. And they're like, yeah, pace it out. You can do it. You can finish them. And Chris is sitting there. Like, they were the tiny, tiny street tacos, too. They weren't big tacos. They were, like, two or three bites at most. Uh And, like... Big dude, always seen him go crazy spicy with shit. He fucking is sitting there in tears, head down, bawling his eyes out. Just like, oh god, it fucking hurts. And they're like, yeah, we get that a lot. And like, finally he gets to the last taco. It takes like a half bite, another small bite. Puts it down and he goes, I don't think I can finish it. Oh no, I'm gonna, I'm tapping out. Mind you, he like, they gave him gloves on his hands and he takes the gloves off and the first thing he does is like, just stand up, put his hands on the table, bend down. And he goes, holy shit, that hurt. And the guy behind the counter goes, you only got like two bites left. So he finishes the taco before we leave. And he is fucking... Dude, I mean, he is literally in tears. He couldn't drive. I had to drive him home. Because he was just in fucking tears. Like, he was gone. Mm -hmm. And, like... It was bad. It was really bad. Then we get home, and he's, like, pouring clear eyes in his eyes. He's, like... He takes, like, Nasacort for his nose because he thinks he might be allergic to the sauce for some reason. Mm-hmm. Immediately goes into the bathroom. Vomits. Oh, no. Yep, which means it came out his nostrils. Ouch. He sat in the bathtub, <laughs> turned on the cold water, clothed and all, and throws his cell phone and his keys and his wallet out of his pockets onto the floor of the bathroom and just lays there in the cold water. <laughs> And I'm just like, dude, are you good? And he goes, no. No, he's like bathing his nose, like rinsing his sinuses with cold water. <laughs> and I felt so shitty. I was like, I don't know what to do. 
So I was like, all right, man, I'm going to go live stream. And he goes, all right, go to the stream. I'm going to lay in the bathtub. <laughs> so I go into my room, and I'm streaming, playing a horror game. Uh-huh. And, like, two hours into my stream, I hear a scream from the bathroom. And he's just like, oh, God, oh, my God. Like, literally, like, pain. And I go and I run, and I'm like, dude, what's going on? What the hell happened? And he's sitting there, and he goes, I'm trying not to <laughs> and he he's like I don't know what to do and I'm like dude you gotta just you know, just get it over with man you gotta just get it over with man and he goes okay close the door and I close the door and I put like a blanket underneath it and all I hear is just pain like ah, like like fucking super saiyan screaming like ah, like and then silence for like 20 minutes. I just went back in my room and went back to my live stream. I was like, sorry about that, guys. My friend ate these tacos earlier that literally were called death tacos. And he currently has to shit. <laughs> so, and then right when I say so, you just hear, fuck. I'm like, I'm going to end the stream now, guys. I ended the stream. I went and I got him like fucking, oh. I had to go get him like the A&D white man from Target. I had to Ouch. run down the street. And he came back, and he just, like, gave it to me. And he was, like, <laughs> like opened the bathroom and, like, tossed it to him. And he comes out, and he goes, we need to smoke. And I was like, all right, you fucking earned it, dude. I packed him, like, the biggest fucking joint that I could roll at that point in time. And he sat there just, like, I was, like, I was, I had him that, and I'm just, like, He's smoking it. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm not getting another hit of that. And he goes, no, go roll another one. So I bring my shit outside. I roll like three or four more joints. And we sat outside after this happened. And we just kind of kept smoking joints. Like, fucking, like, he's sitting there like, fuck, shit. I was like, you good, dude? And he goes, no, 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 no. I'm fucking terrible, man. He goes in the kitchen, grabs the gallon of milk, and is just sitting outside stoned and chugging milk. And I'm, like, sitting out there, like, playing some fucking, like, music for, like, just something to listen to while we're chilling. And all of a sudden, like, he jumps up and he's like, those fucking tacos. And, like, runs inside and goes to the bathroom. I stayed outside until he came back out. I immediately handed him another joint. And he's like, thank you. I was like, you good? He goes, I didn't throw up this time. I'm like, all right. I don't know where that fucking story came from. <laughs> oh, because we were talking about color tasting like food. <laughs> and spicy was red and orange. And then I got on to spicy tacos. Oh, I said to skip ahead two minutes. Guys, I meant ten. Alright. What's something you've experienced that you can't explain? Something that I've experienced that I can't explain. I have no idea. Because you can't explain it. I think the only thing for me... Something I've seen that I can't explain... I gotta say UFO. I've seen at least one in my life. Mm. Which is why I'm such a big fan of space. And like... I feel like, I feel like I've seen a UFO before and like just haven't realized it. And like, I thought of something. What? When there is a random flash in the sky, uh-huh. but it was completely cloudless. Mm-hmm. There is not a single cloud in the sky, and you just see this big, bright flash that looked like a mini sun coming from the corner. And it was like right by the mountains. Uh-huh. And remember, there's not like a cloud in sight but you just see this huge flash and it lights up the whole sky for like a split second uh-huh. but no sound nothing just a bright flash it's fucking crazy yeah don't know what it what it was see I think what I think the one for me is still gotta be like seeing like a fucking like UFO like something that I seriously think was aliens man and after this, I was literally, like, went inside and watched a fucking documentary about aliens with my friends. 
And I was terrified that aliens were going to sneak into my room for like weeks after this. Anytime I smoked, I immediately got paranoid as fuck. And like... Because I thought I saw a UFO. And I thought I saw this like dude walking around and then there was a bright flash. It was gone and the dude was gone. and It was kind of interesting. But then like... Then what happened was... We went inside and we watched this documentary. I'm high as fuck, mind you. That all could have just been me tripping balls. But, like... But, like... <laughs> cough much. But, um... So what happens is... I go inside with my buddies. We watch this documentary about how aliens have been kidnapping teenagers for years, centuries, decades... You could be an alien. Your neighbor could be an alien. Let's talk about it today on whatever the fuck the name of the documentary was. And it was like a terrifying like 1960s propaganda film. That like, if you just replaced alien with Russian. And so what ends up happening is I'm sitting there and I get so fucking paranoid that I'm going to get kidnapped by an alien in my sleep. It drove me nuts for fucking weeks. And I kept thinking I was seeing somebody like peek through my doorway or peek through my window. And I was like, oh, fuck, they're here. They're going to take me away. See, I like I still maintain I have a, a phobia of zombies. Because he said aliens. And the possibility of a zombie apocalypse, while possible, not to the extent as in the movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. But... I remember I used to wake up early in the morning and I would check outside to see if there's any cars on fire. <laughs> oh god. Because of zombies when I was younger. Mm -hmm. it, it, was, it terrified me. See, I think if we had zombies, I think I'd be okay. I'd be like, well, fuck, I'm just gonna stay home, order a shitload of weed, and hope it gets here. Smoke till I'm fucking done, lock my door, and see where the fuck society is by the time I fucking get out. Like, by the time I come out of this fucking dabbed out weed coma, like, the world better be fucking ending shit. Alright. There, guys, we had to do go take care of some stuff real quick. So, the question was, which is scarier, alien life? Or galactic loneliness. Definitely galactic loneliness. Well, yeah, and I feel like to think that you and I and humans are the most intelligent life form in the entire universe, I don't think so. Honestly, I think Earth is some kind of pet project where they got a bunch of different species from a bunch of different planets, dumped them on this planet, and just were like, let's see how these guys evolve over like a hundred million years. Mm -hmm. Like... And then we got to, like, season five of the sitcom where it was, like, the most interesting thing in history. World War II. Since everybody wants to fucking talk about it. Like, and they were just like, yeah, yeah, nah, they discovered nukes, we're done. Mm -hmm. What if it is just a matter of, like, ascending and getting to that point in your planet's development where you're far enough along to be accepted into an interstellar organization? Like, they're cool with you, like, perusing the universe now. Like, alright, cool. You've made it. You understand what peace is. You understand, like, how to do deals. You understand space travel. We can teach you the rest of the shit as we go. Like, but, like, you're gonna join. You're gonna be a part of the Federation of Planets or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Like, you're good. You've gotten to the point that you are on it. That you're doing what you need to fucking do. Like, you're at that level of society where... The bullshit is gone, and you're focused purely on your own, like, development as a whole. Because, like, let's think about it. Countries are stupid. There's one planet. We're all humans. The only reason we have separate countries is because different religious views, different political views, different, like, rules of society, religion... I think I said religion already. Like, fuck, like... And it's all over, like, petty shit, too, half the time. Yeah. 
But, like, if everybody would work together, like, scientists from every country could come together and, like, you know, people could invent things that are, like, better for the world. It's not a competition of who's in charge. Like, if everybody could just work together. Yeah. In one common, like, democracy. Give everybody help. Give everybody a cell phone at that point. We can afford it because we'd be living in a utopia. Give everybody a smartphone. Give everybody an app. Anytime an important political or, like, geological thing is meant to be, like, taken care of, you can vote on it. You can go in this app, scroll through everything you can vote on for the whole day. You can vote. You can not vote. You can say fuck off. Like, democracy. You can vote. You can not vote. But you can exercise your right to be a part of the majority and support a decision. And the rules should just be whatever the decision is that the entire people of Earth is the decision. Like, I feel like that would be a good way to do it. Like, just literally the entire populace of Earth can cash in on an app. And I'm sure there would still be people trying to take over control and shit, but the majority is changed over to, like, a more utopian style of society. I feel like it would be great. What's something... Okay, I'm going to change the question a little bit. What's something from your childhood that you get nostalgia for? Like, hard nostalgia. Hmm. A lot of things. Game Boys, Game Cubes. You know, I could agree with that. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of shit that I wish we could bring back. Like, for example, like you said, Game Boys, Game Cubes, uh-huh. Xboxes, yeah. the OG Xbox. Fuck, I still have an Xbox. I remember that. With the big-ass controller. Only way you could listen to music, like a playlist at the time. Was to put a playlist on a fucking uh-huh. uh, flashcard. Was it was it a flashcard reader or a USB reader? I don't remember. I don't think it was USB. It might have been USB. It was pretty old tech. I don't fucking know. But like, I remember on the Xbox 360 where you could fucking listen to your music and play any game at the same time, mm-hmm. and your music wouldn't fuck with your game because it was running in two separate apps. Mm-hmm. Now it's like if I want to listen to my music and play a game at the same time. I have to, like, put my earbud inside my big headphones and play my music from my phone to play music while I'm playing a game. Hmm. Or have the speakers on and just listen to the game and my music at the same time. Because the Xbox and PlayStation 5, you can't play music, exit the music app, open a game, and play music and game because copyright issues exist now that didn't exist back then. But alright, that looks like it's all the questions. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for subscribing if you're hearing this. Thank you if you've made it all the way to the end of an episode. If you've made it all the way to the end of an episode, let me know. Go comment on the Instagram. Go check out the Twitter feed. Do something for yourself today. But anyways, guys, have a good one. And I hope I'll see all you guys on the next episode of the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. Bye. Bye.